The Ash, Lutzi and Susie O'Neill podcast. Ooh, Dr. Paul Griffin, Paul Griffin, keep him breezy up to date on Corona. He's the doc with the blue specs, the blue specs. He's our resident expert on Corona. And is the Director of Infectious Diseases at the MARA. Hello, Dr. Paul. Uh, it's actually not Corona that we're talking mm. about today. I want to talk about this monkeypox. I, I started hearing about this like about a week ago, and I thought it was a bit of a joke. But uh, what is monkeypox? Can you explain it to us, please? Yeah, sure. Like we didn't need another virus to have to chat about at the moment. No, but uh, there's some reassuring things about monkeypox. And the first one, I guess, is that it's not new. So actually been around since the 50s, first discovered in some laboratory monkeys in Africa, hence the name. But probably more resides in other animals like rodents, for example. And we've seen human um, cases, obviously, since then, and even some outbreaks in other countries. There was a, a big one in the US in 2003 linked to pet prairie dogs. But well, what's happening now is a bit unusual in that we don't normally see this many cases in, in so many parts of the world. But as I say, it's actually something that's not new. It's pretty hard to transmit. And we already have a, a vaccine available for it because the vaccine we use to eradicate smallpox also works for this virus. So we've only got two cases in Australia, is that right? But how, how would they spread it, those people, if they wanted to yeah, so the good. Yeah, the, the good thing is, and hopefully they don't want to spread it, and we can uh, stop them spreading it, which would be good, but it's actually quite hard to spread. So you do need um, <clears throat> direct close contact uh, and contact with uh, the infected uh, body fluids like uh, blood or respiratory secretions, for example. So it's not transmitted through the air like COVID is. You do need quite significant direct close contact to transmit, and that's another reason why we won't see too many cases. Okay. That's, well, that's good news. That's yeah. good news. Yeah. We should talk to you about the flu while we've got you if we finish with monkeypox, because uh, my daughter had the flu. Terrible. She just missed out on her um, injection. She, like, she caught the flu before she got it. But we, I'm hearing because, is it because um, no one, everyone was clean? <laughs> it's hard to put into words. Uh, following COVID, COVID um, protocol for the last two years, that no one was catching the flu much. And now that it's, we're all like back to normal, that there's a really bad flu around. Oh, exactly. So we know our measures to control COVID were very successful at controlling the flu as well to the point where we, we saw hardly any cases the last few years. So that with the low vaccination rates means we have a very susceptible population right now. So it's not necessarily a nastier flu. It's just that we have such a high susceptibility in the population that we're seeing very significant rates of infection and greater consequences uh, as a result of those cases. So, you know, we know we've got a healthcare system that was pretty stretched to begin with. So you add uh, you know, the COVID burden that's ongoing to a, a bit of extra flu and uh, it does cause us real problems. And so, yeah, that's why we do definitely need people to go and get vaccinated for the flu. It's saying here that Queenslanders are eligible for free flu vaccines from today. Yeah, that's right. So that's a really good move. I mean, a lot of the uh, population were already eligible for a, a paid flu vaccine under the National Immunisation Program, but this now adds other people as well. So so really now there's no reason that anyone shouldn't be able to go and get their flu vaccine. And if people are wondering when, now is definitely the right time because we are seeing the cases really take off quickly at the moment. And since we've moved on from COVID, Dr. Paul, I think now's the right time to ask. If there was like a zombie apocalypse or some sort of living dead situation, would you be our go-to doctor? Oh, look, uh, maybe. It depends a bit on what it is, but... Uh, tell me, you know, tell we'll, me. We'll you know you've done research in it. In, in, in your, in your, I know you have. I know you have. Have you? <laughs> oh, look, uh, I'm, I'm sure I can help you with that one as well. Why not? Okay, there you go. Mm. Oh, what do you mean? Like if, if it, well, if zombies yeah. take over and you know, the living dead sort of situation, that becomes a, you know, 
situation. Yeah. How do we stop it? Dr. Paul. Oh, I'm sure we'd, we'd be able to make a vaccine for that very quickly to protect us, just like we have with all these other things. Yeah. So uh, it's, it's great we have the tools to combat these diseases and we, we just need people to take them. Okay. Well, so start with Lutzi. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you, uh, Nate, thank you uh, Dr. Paul. That's, um, yeah, uh, I was getting a bit worried about the monkeypox, but you I put think that anyone, in Oh, you would, wouldn't you? Us, so. I think anyone <laughs> The Ash, Lutzi and Susie O'Neill podcast.